Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another edition of the Nine Inning Podcast hosted by Kevin Thompson of Rethink Wealth. Today I'm excited because we have one of our close friends of the, of the, uh, of the show. Uh, he's a 10-year NFL veteran. He's a Super Bowl champion. He's blocked for some of the greatest quarterbacks in the game. Uh, he is a TCU alumni, and he is just a, a, a wonderful human being. Today, I want to welcome to the show Marshall Newhouse. Marshall, how are you doing? I'm doing well, Kev, man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you uh, giving us some time today. I, I know uh, we're in some tough times right now. Every sports, you have you have baseball shut down, you have football shut down. Even though football hasn't started yet, you guys have OTAs and things like that. So that's not that hasn't started. I know we're having the NFL drafts in a couple of weeks here, so that's going to continue to go through. Uh, basketball shut down, hockey shut down. So we're in unprecedented times right now. So uh, how how has this how has this current environment? affected you and your habits? Because I know as an athlete, as a former athlete, I'd have my daily to-dos, right? I'd have to, I'd get up, I would eat, I would work out, I'd make sure all my habits were the same. So in in, in your current uh, situation, like how has this affected your daily habits? Uh, not a whole lot. You know, there was a span there at the beginning when we were really realizing how uh, serious this was. Um, when I was like, all right, well, this, you know, how long am I going to be on lockdown and not be able to go places. And then it kind of settled in. And so there's, there's some nights for sure where I was up later than normal. And, um, but then I settled into a routine where, you know, waking up at the same time, uh, working out, like having actual program workouts, um, not just working out, but training, you know, cause it's different than just getting on the elliptical or something and then finding stuff throughout the day to be productive and feel like I'm, I'm still growing and learning and, and just, not kind of selling in regardless of the pandemic. I think there's, there is something to be said for letting yourself rest and slow down and um, be on, being okay with kind of, you know, these, the times that we're in, but also, you know, I wanted to um, feel like I had a, a, some sense of accomplishment, you know, whether it's once one thing a week, uh, one thing every other week. Um, and so just trying to find that sense of normalcy. So that's where I've been is trying to stay in a routine, working out and, you know, reading podcasts, uh, you know, Zoom calls, all that stuff, trying to be productive uh, with my time. And and you said it best. I mean, uh, as a former athlete myself, uh, just having that habit, the habitual nature that you're always used to your entire life, like you've, you've had a certain regimen that you followed every single day and to have that broken a little bit, it's just kind of, it's kind of an eerie, eerie feeling, I assume, but uh, you're absolutely right, man. You're doing it. You're doing a great job because like, I, I know your personality. You're doing a lot of the podcasts, learning a lot about finance, like getting yourself uh, ready for what's, what's to come. Uh, here's a question. You are a Super Bowl champion. Like I've never played in the Super Bowl. I've never played in the NFL. I played very, very little football in my life, but you're a Super Bowl champion. Tell the listeners about that experience and how that felt. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's amazing. It, it was a lot of fun. Um, I was with the Green Bay Packers at the time, and it just was my rookie year, so that's kind of a wild thing to begin with. Um, and we just went on this kind of crazy run. I was, you know, I was in a whirlwind coming out of college. You, you go from your whole college season, you go straight into pre-draft training, so there was no break, no delay. Um, and I was doing that uh, out away from home, so I'm in pre-draft training for months and months and months. 
you got the combine pro day interviews, all that stuff that's going nonstop. And then it rolls right into the draft. And I got drafted. I was, I was fortunate enough to be drafted by the green Bay Packers in the fifth round in 2010. And that rolls straight into off season stuff. So I was in mini camp and, um, maybe got like three weeks to breathe in the summer. And then next thing you know, I'm in training camp in the NFL and the season starts. So it was the, you know, the culmination of about a full, a year and a half, over a year and a half of straight intense uh, football and football activities. And so um, to have this, to get a chance to play in the Super Bowl and it be in my hometown in Dallas that, uh, that year was pretty special. Um, you know, that's a group of guys, you know, that you'll, you'll never, you will have a connection to for the rest of your lives. Um, the ring and the trophy and that experience is just something that, you know, people were chasing their entire careers. And so I was fortunate enough to get it my first year and I've been chasing another one ever since, but it was just a lot of fun. Um, uh, incredible experience. I just, I remember the confetti falling. I remember all the feelings pregame and, um, having my family there, friends there, uh, was a lot of fun. So, uh, something, it was definitely a once in a lifetime opportunity and something I'll, I'll cherish for the rest of my life. You're on the Nine Innings Podcast, hosted by Kevin Thompson of Rethink Wealth. We have a special guest, Marshall Newhouse, uh, talking today about his experiences. Marshall, you're, you've played in the NFL for 10 years. Most people don't understand that it's – they understand it's not easy, but they don't understand that uh, the, the life expectancy or the lifespan of a professional athlete, whether it's in baseball, football, basketball, what have you, um, it's very few people possibly one, maybe 2% of the people get to experience a career like you have 10 seasons in the NFL. So what are some of the things you've learned about yourself during that 10 year span? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely been a blessing. Uh, I've been, I've been very fortunate. There's a lot of luck that goes into it, but there's a lot of preparation, hard work as well. Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, you know, along the way you, you learn, um, you're forced to learn stuff about yourself, whether you want to or not. And, you know, I learned uh, a lot about my resiliency and just, you know, how, how I handle adversity. Cause it's the 10 years has been, you know, uh, like I said, a, a blessing and I'm very grateful for it, but it hasn't been easy and it hasn't, it was not given to me. And so I've had, I've handled a lot of uh, crazy things as far as the NFL is a business. And I've, I've been on the, you know, the, the back end of that business uh, transactionally before I've been traded, uh, I've been cut, I've been injured and let go. Um, you know, I've been promoted and switched around and all kinds of things. So I've kind of dealt with everything. And I think I really kind of was taking uh, stock of just how adaptable I've become. I, I've, I've had to become, uh, a, you know, someone who handles change very well because it's that is a, a the one constant in life is change uh that you know football is something that applies to that as well and um i've lived in seven different cities markets teams uh eight now i guess uh moved you know nine or ten times uh the back and forth of the season and the off season um and so, yeah, it's just I've had to really learn how to be flexible, um, not necessarily always go with the flow. you got to fight for what you want and what you believe in and stick up for yourself. But there's got to be a, a toughness to you, a thick skinness to you. Uh, if not, it'll eat you alive. Life will do that. But also, I mean, these the businesses that I'm in and that you that you participate in professional sports, 
Uh, it's just about as cutthroat and as shrewd as business gets. And they'll let you go. I mean, at least in the NFL, the way our contracts are structured, I mean, there's very little guaranteed with them. So you're, you're earn, it's what have you done for me lately? You're earning your keep every single day. And to have to have done that for, for 10 years, um, it just, you know, you realize how heavy it is and not everyone uh, can really handle that. It's not something that I take for granted that I've been able to sustain and kind of endure a lot of the stuff that's come with uh, playing in this business. Yeah. People don't necessarily realize that you're in the 1% that can actually play 10 years in the NFL. So I'm, I'm congratulations to your career on that. Um, so the nine innings podcast, we are a financial show, right? So we, so we, we have to kind of get into a little bit of the financial background. Uh, we're not going to get specific in your financial background, but I want to, I want you to tell me uh, since you did play 10 years in the NFL and you're, or you're, and you're still playing, we all have things we would like to tell our young selves, right? Like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm 40 years old. I wish I could tell the 21 year old Kevin uh, something about how to how to handle money. What would the old Marshall, the 10 year veteran Marshall, tell the rookie Marshall at this time? Uh, I mean, he would he would tell him he would tell him to live like your career could end tomorrow. And I, I think for the better part of my career, I have done a good job of, of you know, being smart with the decisions I made financially. Uh, but I could have been even smarter. I could have. And it's not about being conservative, per se, but it's about um, realizing um, this short period of high earning potential um, and what that can do and how that can set you up moving forward. And, you know. I feel like I was pretty financially savvy for a young guy, but I did, there's so much I just didn't know. But I still could have um, put things into play and used the leverage that I had, branding wise or you know situation wise, uh, to better my situation a little bit more. Um, I still think I did an okay job, pretty good job to this point, but um, I think it could have been a little better. Um, but yeah, I, I've never been a bit a frivolous spender or. Um, you know, I've enjoyed life for sure, but I, you know, I think I've done a pretty good job. But yeah, the younger me could have been a little bit more proactive, I'd say, especially as far as learning. Um, a big part of me is, you know, whether, you know, whatever investment is or, you know, whatever vehicle I'm using financially is I've always wanted to know about the inner workings of it, how it, how it functions. Um, it's like, a, you know, it's like an organism to a certain degree and you want to know what makes it tick, um, whether it's, you know, how mutual bonds function and, you know, us, you know, lending money to, you know, government entities, or if it's, you know, just securities and, you know, things that fluctuate day to day or whether it's real estate and regionally how that changes, whether it's residential, commercial and all, all that stuff it can go on and on. And just to emphasize to my younger self uh, to learn as you go and never feel any pressure to say yes to anyone offering you like a deal or an investment. I mean, saying no is one of the best decisions I've ever made have been no's. It's just like, hey, I'm not ready for that. Uh, let me, let me read some more about it. And uh, just to keep doing that and, and kind of step that up as a young person, but it's, it's difficult. 
and your your mind's in one place and you're just trying to make it. Um, but that would be what I tell my young self. Marshall, you've done a great job, whether it be on asking questions and and wanting to learn. And you're absolutely right. I wish that if I could tell myself something when I was younger, is is just to learn and and be uh, to learn just to ask questions. I I, I mean, I, I, a lot of people know my situation where uh, uh, I, I my, my situation when I was playing baseball. So I don't want to go rehash that. But again, uh, you're absolutely right. Ask questions and and be involved in your investments and you guys do a great job. Here's my other question. Uh, aside from that, um, from, from a, from a financial advisor perspective and a, like an agent, how early in the process did you, did you get a financial advisor? Um, a true financial advisor. Um, I didn't have right away. I had a, 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 a unique situation where, I had family ties to a financial institution, uh, people that looked after me um, at the beginning. And, you know, that wasn't their, you know, written down detailed job. And maybe I could have clarified that and really gotten that in a more uh, concrete way. Um, But I had people that kind of looked after me and I really didn't feel like I needed to make any big moves or decisions, but just to someone to kind of watch over things for me a little bit, someone who I, you know, they literally sat down at my kitchen table with my parents and someone who I knew face to face and all that. So uh, as far as a, a true financial advisor, it took me a few years to actually have one. Um, and I think that was OK. And, you know, it just there's a lot of guys who have had bad um, relationships with financial advisors for whatever reason. And there's a reason that it's a big industry because there's there's someone out there who can maybe do a better job for you. But um yeah, from the beginning, I had someone who was at least watching my back and, and you know, someone who I could bounce things off of um, and who was checking on me. But really, you know, it was direct deposit, you know, kind of leave it alone for a little bit. There wasn't any rush to do anything. Mm-hmm. Okay. And and again, you do a phenomenal job asking questions, reading books. And uh, and I know we, we've gone back and forth with a couple of things as well. So... Last question. What's what's next for Marshall after football and how can people follow you? Uh, yeah, what's next for me? Um, you know, I, I'm hoping to play my 11th season here moving forward, um, but I'll be done sooner than later. I've always known that, you know, that how short the this career can be. And so been planning for, you know, the next step and one of the, you know, and I think it's more about, uh, giving myself options. Um, and I think the moves I've made, the people I've met um, have given me options, but a lot of the options are, you know, more, uh, they're more philosophical options or like theoretical options, I'd say, um, until I actually put them into work. And so right now I'm putting things into work. Um, one of the options is going back to school, you know, um, getting my, um, uh, my MBA and that'll give me a chance to reset kind of my business foundation, um, moving forward. Uh, so I can kind of have uh, a a better footing in, uh, the business world, whether that's entrepreneurship, uh, investing, what have you. Um, the, you know, business school is what it is. It, It is like not necessarily real world, um, experience, but it is still valuable. It has value to it. And so finding out 
what that means for me moving forward as why it's one of my options. And then another option is just a lot of uh, shadows and internships. Um, that's kind of the thing that I've done a few uh, while I've been playing in the offseason, but my time is just so strapped when you're playing. And that's just something that I've, I've always wanted to do is literally, you know, a lot of the people I've met have been very gracious with their time. But just to say, hey, you, a CEO, founder of this company, can I just come see what your day to day looks like, like how you function? Uh, can I come follow your CFO? Can I come see what your marketing department does? Um, and to me, that's kind of an on the job MBA, if you will, a learning experience. Um, and so it's a combination of those two things, trying to just figure out where I fit and what uh, I am the most passionate about and what I can see myself doing from a day to day standpoint moving forward. And also, uh, you know, how I'm going to set myself up for the next, you know, 60 years, because that's obviously the majority of my life. The the sports career is such a small sliver. And I've luckily had people who've kind of hammered that perspective into me and given me that extra perspective. But it's more real now than it's ever been about how you know, small that time is in comparison to the, your whole life. So I've just been pre- pre- preparing um, for, you know, what I want to do moving forward, whether that's, you know, in, in what industry, what sector, um, not putting too much pressure on myself to know that uh, exactly so far. That was the hard part was people like, what are you going to do? I'm like, I, I, I can't give you an elevator pitch just yet. Um, but I, I do want to set myself up to be able to learn and make quick decisions uh, about things that I don't like, kind of knock more things off the list and narrow that down so that I can really truly focus on something moving forward and kind of, you know, find a career that I that I enjoy. Well, Marshall, again, you're, you're an incredible person, incredible human being. You've had a wonderful, wonderful career. Thank you so much for giving us the time today just to just to join and have a conversation. I know uh, we're in some difficult times right now, but we do appreciate you here at the 980s podcast for just giving us about 15 or 20 minutes, man. Again, we appreciate it. And thank you for joining us today. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. And Marshall, um, so how can people get in contact with you and and, and how can they follow you if they want to talk to you about some ideas or or some strategies or possibly some job opportunities? Uh, yeah, I'm on uh, all the ma- major uh, social sites. I'm on LinkedIn. Just uh, type my name in. I'm on Instagram, uh, mnewhouse73, uh, and the same on Twitter. So I'm available uh, on all social platforms, and my DMs are definitely open. So if people have questions, they can definitely reach out. I appreciate it. Thank you with that. Appreciate it. Follow me on Twitter at the Real Nine Innings and via Facebook kevin thompson rethink wealth you can book an appointment via the bookings link or contact me by calling 682-233-7773 you can also listen to our podcast on the rethink wealth youtube channel and via soundcloud or itunes by typing in rethink wealth you can also find us by typing rethink wealth into your google search to locate our webpage. this podcast is for informational purposes only guest speakers and their financial representatives are not affiliated with or endorsed by Park Avenue Securities, Guardian, or Rethink Wealth, and opinions stated are their own. Kevin Thompson, Registered Representative and Financial Advisor of Park Avenue Securities, LLC, OSJ 3040, Post Oak Boulevard, Suite 1150, Houston, Texas, 77056, 281-220-2700, 
Securities products and advisory services offered through Park Avenue Securities, member FINRA SIPC, financial representative of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, New York, New York. Park Avenue Securities is a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. Rethink Wealth is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian. Episode 6, 2020-99397, expiration 4 22.